0: This is a presentation of Don Forge Productions. You are listening to All Things Azra," episode six eighty-seven.
1: Do you want to do some toy? Yeah.
0: Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020, that's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly $500,000 to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to Dorbs, rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly funkoata. And welcome back to All Things Astro, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Metros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty.
1: So I'm I'm changing. I'm, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to record the title that I chose. And I'm inserting that in.
0: <laughs> what was wrong with what I said? I thought it was very good.
1: How long did it take you to scroll through my VODs to find that?
0: It, it actually has the point where I clipped, uh, highlighted... So I found when I realized that I found that, and I just did a little bit before, and then I waited to use it. I said it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna be. I was mad at you because you had so much music, so, music playing in the background, and noise reduction couldn't get rid of it.
1: <clears throat> oh, it's great, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> you could it's, just re-record it's, that. It's it's almost like what I do is play enough music in the background so that if somebody wants to isolate my voice, they just straight up can't. Jerk. It's almost like as if that was my direct intention.
0: Almost. Uh, so, uh, if anybody's wondering what that was, is on uh, Wednesday, right? That's Probably. your first day rating, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Wednesday, I I was at my computer while they were rating, um, and I had just noticed uh, a, a, me- a, a message saying that uh, some other content creators had gotten into the alpha, uh, and I knew Ali was desperately waiting for her invite <laughs> to the alpha because she really wants to go to Torghast. Um, and uh, so I told Toasty that he should tell Ali she should check her her Battle.net client to see if she has an invite. Um, he did, and she did, and she did get invited. Uh, and then he was like, so, like, guest, right, Allie? And (laughs) and she was pretty much like, yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, basically it was like, I, I, I that conversation like, like frozen, uh, and it kind of fit in my head with... Do you want to build a snowman? And I said so in chat. And I was like, oh, I imagine that is. Do you want to do some tourgast to the tune of? Do you want to build a snowman? And then Toasty sent it for me. So I was like, perfect. <laughs> so, uh, you could, of course, do us the favor of giving us a music background back, music list version of that so, of that uh, if you'd like, Toasty.
1: So, how's your week there, mattress? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, good, good. Uh, I guess. I mean, I, I'm sad that we we don't have what is clearly missing in all of our lives right now.
2: Uh,
1: some some things just weren't meant to be.
0: That is unfortunately true. Uh, and how you doing there, Ali?
3: Confused, what are we missing in our lives? Or you just mean general with the Toasty world? Singing, to,
0: to, Toasty, you singing, do,
3: do you want to do some troyo? Oh, we're missing that. Okay, gotcha. To the tune okay.
0: of, do to, to <laughs> you want to go
1: a to that? a
3: whole lot of stuff. Toasty hates the audience. He does not. Yeah.
1: yeah we, 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 it's not like it's missing from our lives. You have the clip, clearly. <laughs>
0: It's just that... Uh, I wouldn't say
1: clearly. It, it, it is a clip. It's
0: kind of... It was kind of quiet. Hard to hear. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: like, need a little bit louder
1: clip. Um... Okay, I'll do a louder clip.
3: I'll record it with my hardcore music going in the background, too. <laughs> Maybe find a hardcore mix of do you want to build a snowman and then... and make it happen. So if anybody
0: in our listening audience... It has editing skills with noise reduction and wants to go through this clip and try and remove (laughs) the background music. Uh, Feel free to DM me. I have the file on my computer. Uh,
1: I will hopefully get it to you uh, for future use. Oh, this has a... That project has Frasley written all over it. (laughs) Oh, yes, it does. It so does.
3: He's a busy gnome, so... he might take a version of, like, gnome it up,
0: so... Hey, at Frasley. <laughs> oh, you? why are you tweeting him now? I have a project for you. <laughs> oh.
3: oh my. Frasley, I tried I tried to tell him that you're a busy gnome. Okay, when you hear this... <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, just because he uses the... um Just because he uses the entirety of our promotion channel... Uh, almost exclusively his, of his own uh, means nothing. <laughs> hey, excuse he, me. He does I, great work. I post in there twice a week. And I post in there on average four times a month. And he posts in there more times than both of us combined,
1: which is fine. He's he, all about that promo game, man, and I can't blame he, him. He he does a great job with the promo game. I should hire him. Oh. If I had money. So, he does so good with that stuff. Oh. Like, like, he comes up on my Instagram feed too. I follow this video on Instagram, and like, oh, look, there's more stuff that Fransby's doing. I should check that out. Here's the problem. I have a wife who would like to see me sometimes. Just do scheduled posts. I mean, I, I know some people who legitimately do that, They schedule posts on Instagram and all that other stuff. And they just send it once at the beginning of the week, and that's it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to take the time to learn how to do that, especially because most of my content um... Uh it's doesn't dog. really require it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, also, also most of my Instagram is a dog.
3: Hey, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll use Tonks in all my promo stuff. That's what I'll do. do. it. It's like, yo, I'm going live with heroic Ny'alotha. Um, Tonks might show up, and you wouldn't want to
3: miss that, would you? <laughs> Or ha- oh wow! Why? Why don't or have I have do a picture that? of Tongs with like a chat bubble over his head saying like, "You should watch Toasty Stream" or something. I don't know. I have
1: options now. <laughs> I'll just I'll just have a, like, a whiteboard. I'll take a picture of her behind a whiteboard or something, so I can just a blank whiteboard, so I can just edit something in every week.
3: Yes, there you go. Perfect. See, you're set. Easy peasy.
1: Just need to buy a whiteboard. Okay. I'd say get a blank piece of paper, but, like, I don't have many blank pieces of paper in my house either. Not not loose, anyway. Most of it's in notebooks that I, I have reserved for other purposes. Oh, there's Manny doing my promo for me. Thanks, Manny. Apparently most of your content is awesome. Most. Uh, yeah. I would agree <laughs> with that. Like, the time I spend on the floor is probably not as engaging. I mean, you can show us a variety of angles of the fight. Oh, and I and I I had a great view of one of the aspects of our fight this week. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> well, how would you tell us
0: about your week there, Toasty? And we'll uh, we'll get in there.
1: So my week in WoW was eventful. Holy, was it eventful? We are now sitting at ten of twelve heroes. Yeah, That's we right. are. Not only did we get, not only did we get getting down but we got raden down after like four pulls something like that yeah something yeah. like that <laughs> unfortunately i did not get my best in slot shrinket, so i'm going to have to go back but that's the plan right now we're going to keep going back we're we're going to our plan i believe is to just we're extending every other week according to what Ali told me last week at least that's that's and, the last thing also, they said uh, that
3: could that could change i don't know
1: yeah but we're, but we're also going to be attempting to progress on the unlock quest because some bosses we're just not going to want to face again. Ilkhanoth was not fun. That was like, what, two weeks of us with solid attempts on him? Yeah. Maybe even three weeks? Uh, I think two. Yeah, You know what, that sounds, that sounds more right. But yeah, th- that's, that was not enjoyable. There's a lot of there's a lot of random stuff in that fight that can just screw you over. And we we ran into that a little bit this week. And fortunately we were able to persevere and get beyond that. But um, like one of the things is managing the amount of bloods that are spawning. And um, usually that's a ranged job, but this week we were light on ranged, and at one point two of our three ranged uh, DPSers were mind controlled.
3: Super which, uh, low on range. That was crazy.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe. Like, we're, like normally we're not. Normally we've got a good amount. It was just a weird, weird coincidence of events. Um, but yeah. Uh, you know, eventually we got him down, and I got nothing off Ilganoth either. I got a lot of nothing in terms of raid loot this week, actually. Um. But yeah, we also got Rodden down, which was great. But believe it or not, those two events are not the events that I'm referring to <laughs> when it comes to like memorable moments in raid. So we were fighting. Oh, what's her name? I only remember. I only ever remember Sarah's stupid <laughs> names for these things. Uh,
3: that would be Zanish, soccer boss. Yeah, Zanish.
1: So we were. We were we were uh, going to clear Zanesh, and you know, it was uh, at the beginning like, for our first poll. You know, we've got kind of lazy, we're kind of just not taking it super seriously because we've got that boss handled pretty well. I'd like to think, but we also
3: have some new players who, yeah, were learning, yeah,
1: exactly. And um, so, what ended up happening uh, was at one point. Everybody but our tank, but one of our tanks was dead, and this was at around 2%. I wanna say. Or maybe it was a tank and a healer. Like it was not a lot of people. And at that point we're like, do we do we just go for it? There was some there was a quick little debate and it was decided to go for it. And I guess two of the healers had soul stones already.
3: I, I had a soul stone, and then uh, the other healer had he onked. Oh, right, right, right. So
1: we had two healers self-res, and um, the tank, who had our third battle res available to us, um, picked up a healer. <laughs> I guess because she didn't realize that the other two healers had picked themselves up. So now we got 2%, a little less, little less than 2% left on this boss with a tank and three healers. And it was just <laughs> nail-biting like the healers doing whatever they can to keep our tank alive and also do the damage that they that they could some
3: kind of damage whatever was possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was a I believe our healers at night were a hol our holy priest, a resto shaman and a holy paladin. Mm-hmm. So, like They can damage. The number of damage dealing abilities they have available to them, from what I know anyway, are uh,
3: not great. Mine's probably (laughs) the lowest out of all three. At least the lowest amount of DPS, I would would say.
1: It felt like like forever. Honestly, it felt like five minutes just sitting there watching the boss's health slowly go down, (laughs) wondering if we were going to pull it off. And they did we pulled it off well they they we they pulled it off our fantastic healers and our and our bear tank they pulled it off, and much rejoicing was had.
3: we almost didn't because the like another round of eyes were going up for you know soccer, right yeah, and so we had it worked out that you know which healer was gonna go and which eye, and then, you know, it's. In the heat of the moment, one of the healers almost forgot. So then our tank just kind of rotated a little bit and got into it herself. That way we were still safe wouldn't wipe in that moment. Because that would have sucked.
1: Yeah. But we pulled it off. It was great. Lots of rejoicing. Uh, No loot for me. I think, to be fair, I think Zanesh, for me, has no more loot that I can get at this point. I have the trinket. I forget what else she drops, but I remember thinking at the time that... I wasn't even gonna bother looking because I'm pretty sure I look every week and I don't need anything. But yeah, that was that was a fantastic moment. Like just lots of feel good stuff there. I felt pretty
3: epic, not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't you? <laughs> By all accounts, we probably should have just wiped. But then we realized we haven't used any of our battle reses yet. Like we could still pull this off. And th- and then the three healer thing happened. Like, oh wow! Well, this is just not going to end well. And then it ended well. Oh, it was one of those <laughs> moments when you're playing. Like, I can't believe we pulled that off, <laughs> but we did, and it was fantastic. I still remember being confused
0: shortly before that by the fact that you died and, and it wasn't a success. I thought if you died, it was success. Usually, usually, you, you died this time, so it's a success apparently.
1: Oh yeah! Like now that I think about it, I didn't even die on our kills this week, on our new kills. I was alive at the end of both of those fights. What's happening? Like, this is not normal.
3: <laughs> I was trying to keep you alive, man.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Don't get me wrong, but like, there are usually other people who are more more, more worth it to keep up. <laughs> I am not one of those people, typically. I'm, you know me, middle of the DPS charts, as as is tradition. Except for two fights, which I was very surprised about. One of them I got tops, which like blew my mind. I was not expecting that at all, but it was Skytra, so there's not a lot for me to do other than whale on the boss. Right, yeah. And on, an- on, an- on another fight, I forget which one, it might have been Hive Mind. I I beat. Oh, was it Hive Mind? I can't remember now. There was another fight where I beat Chalet on DPS charts, and that's the first time I've ever beat her on the charts where we were both DPSing in the 11 years that I've been playing with her. So, I was very happy with that. Like, I don't even look at DPS charts half the time, because I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I know I'm going to be near the bottom, because, because, let's face it, a lot of mechanics are just not very helpful for melee. A lot of getting out of stuff, a lot of getting out of range of the boss, etc., etc. Where with uh, ranged, you can just, you know, Switch over and and press and start pressing your buttons again. I mean, I realize there's more to it than that, but yeah. Anyway, that was great. And then I, I we I also played some Torcast this week, but you know what? I'm gonna let somebody else talk about that because she got to tag along too, right, Ellie?
3: I finally got to Torcast.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is you you wanted to do some Torghast
3: I I do. I really do. I love it. So, basically my week and while was everything Tosti said with the raid. My own raid group didn't actually happen this past Sunday because it's Mother's Day and everyone was busy and stuff. And I got my second Nazoth normal kill with one of my raid groups with our uh, rubber chicken coalition. So that was pretty awesome because Nazoth is a pain. So anytime you get to kill him, it's good times. And I finally got exalted with the Rajani. So I was able to buy my Augment Rune forever thingy. So I have to stop, I can stop buying runes and just use that, which is really nice. I was really excited, like working really hard on that with this rep buff stuff. Still working a little bit on the Legion reps. Not really getting much from that, but then I got distracted because I got Alpha. So I did a little, I did the new quest zone experience and I did the whole, um, well part of Bastion until things bug out. And then a little, I've done a little bit of Revndrath, not, not much, just, just a couple of ju- uh, quests, but then I got to do my first Torghast run with Toasty and actually with Manny, which was a lot of fun. They took me through the easy mode first Which was really fun because at least right now, it's obviously it's alpha. So they're testing abilities. They're testing for bugs. They're not worried about tuning right now. So right now, it is... You are overpowered and it feels amazing. And even when it gets tuned and stuff, it still... It's going to be so much fun because of everything, because the, the environments, the ambiance, the gameplay itself, you know, the excitement of getting, getting an ammo power and choosing how you want to play in that particular run. it It's just, it's so much fun. So Easy Mode is great. We had a really fun time. And I think they're going to do a good job making it accessible to a lot of people in game when it comes live, which is great. And then we did Normal Mode, which... Was a little a little tricky, especially the first couple floors while you're building up your powers. But it was still fun, and there was there was some challenge to it. You know, we had to kind of plan out a couple things and learn how to handle a couple things and celebrate each other's power and fun times. And it was just so much fun. I had a blast. It was great. And then I went yesterday for a while. And went solo in Torghast as Holy. Just to see how it would play for, you know, a healer. And easy mode was actually really good. It went smoothly. It was a lot of fun. Normal mode, as of now, solo as a healer. Not so fun. If you can survive the first floor, it's okay. Because after that, you start getting more animal power and you survive more. But because it's targas, right. which is complete RNG, like my first run into it, I there was no bodies in front of me. There's a staircase, staircase, you know, like around the corner. So I went up the staircase. At the top of it was an elite right there already. And it was one of the ones that drops the Defile. And he had a little guy with him too. And just immediately, death. it just, RNG was not on my side that <laughs> run. So I let it go and went back into it and tried again. And I got, you know, it wasn't any of the defile stuff. And along gas on your run, you get these little mini quest objectives, like little NPCs that help you help out here and there. And sometimes you're lucky and they have to with you. And I got one of the ones up with me. <laughs> so between that and my first ammo power being a pretty good one, I was able to actually survive. I didn't quite make it all the way through the run. I think I was a couple floors shy of being normal mode. But part of the problem with a holy priest, and again, this is alpha, it's a bug, it's been reported multiple times, partly by me, is Torgas will count your number of deaths on a floor. You know, if you exceed the oh, no, if you wait. if you exceed the number of deaths, Mr. T or the Taragru will come after you, splat your dead, your your runs pretty much done at that point. As a holy priest. Right now, there's a bug where if you die, that's one count. When your guardian spirit fades, you know, when holy priest turns into the angel form, you know, that's a second oh, death. No. So, that's less than ideal. That is far less than ideal, especially because when you're doing slow, you only get three deaths per four. So, that's definitely a bug that's going to get reported and feedbacked and has already been reported a couple times. <laughs> but, um, that that makes it a little, a little hard for me to test fully, like I would like. But either way, it was still a lot of fun. I like these anima powers that they're coming out with. It presents you with different options. I mean, you can go the logical option and get your stats and get your buffs and that kind of thing. Or you can have some fun with it. And I think there's a good mix of those anima powers, you know, between the fun and the more, like, serious... So, as of now, again, this is just Alpha. I really like what they're doing with it, and I'm super, super excited about it.
1: Can we talk for a minute how broken
3: Elemental shaman Oh, they're is? super broken. So, so It's so broken. <laughs> M- Manny, who's actually in chat with us, brought his shaman and went Elemental, and they got the lightning. And so you get to a point where you can just bust out a ton of lightning and look like the Emperor from um Star Wars. And so I had a Manny do like an evil cackle with and everything too. It was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah.
1: What about the hex thing? Oh yeah. That Hex so, thing is just ridiculous. Uh huh. So
3: with, with them you could like hex someone and just they end up dying in that form. It just like bleeds them to death while they're hex. There's no way they're they're gonna have to change that. I found out that I can fade and make the baddies, you know, attack when I sorry let me, cha- let me let me explain that better. When I fade, it creates a copy of me, and then the baddies attack that copy, and the copy explodes for a lot of damage. Oh, ooh, wow. which was it's ah, uh, it's so cool. I wish I'd taken that on our run because it was oh, I was very excited about it. I get excited every time I get that now. But that felt pretty op as is. But yeah, the hex death by hex. That's uh, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs>
1: And it stacks like he at the end of some of at the end of one of our runs wasn't he killing things in like two or three days. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Elites. Uh, it's just
1: Yeah. And <clears throat> and I was I was uh, watching Towson and Evitel's video earlier today and I was looking at and they were talking about how broken elemental shaman is in Torghast, and some of the other things that they have available to them because it, it makes it even more broken. Like I think I think Manny ended up with the thing that buffs your attack power by a certain percentage for every totem you get. Yeah. For every totem you drop. And then you couple that with drop with some of the other abilities that lets you drop multiple random totems. Like, ridiculous. And there's another thing that um, extend like, either g- gives bloodlust or extends your bloodlust or something like that. Oh, apparently rest, okay, so it's just shamans in general that are broken. The rest of shamans can do it too. Like, It's, it's, they're so broken, and, like, I want to, Taliesin made a good point on his video today, like, it, like, don't get me wrong, it's, it's, it's fun, it's a fun kind of broken, but it's, it, it, it's, it's almost to the point where, if you were to get anything besides those for your first anima power that you get when you go into Torghast, like that might be like it that might be a case where you back out and go back in to, until you get it, which um astalison put it is is like a uh, an argument against having the Torghast runs kind of be unlimited, which I thought was an interesting point of view like yeah, it's okay that stuff is really broken and uh, okay, I'm not gonna say broken anymore because that sounds bad, really fun and just ridiculous. But if it gets too good, if some of them end up being too good, then you're not you're not gonna want to do it, and oh, some of some people are not gonna want to do it until they get that really fun ability. And you know, other people will just be like, I don't care, whatever, I'll keep going because that's just what I want to do. But there will absolutely be those people who are like, Yeah, I'm I'm quitting until I I'm just gonna keep trying until I get it, and that's that's true. That's, that's not- true.
3: Yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way because so, see for me easy mode again as of now just alpha the way it's so overpowered and crazy right now it's relaxing it's relaxing to go through and be overpowered and just kill a bunch of stuff because <laughs> it was so much fun and so my, my my in a perfect world at least for me in my mind just just for easy mode. They would keep it like that, like not maybe quite as overpowered, but like still pretty overpowered, much more relaxed. You know, you can lessen the amount of loot. That's fine, because I wouldn't even do that for the loot. I would do that for just the crazy builds you can do and have fun with it, because it was so much fun. I'm not saying every mode, just, just one of them, maybe some kind of super easy mode or something. I don't know. But that's going to be my recommendation because that was so much fun. But I can see that, especially in normal or heroic mode. You know, that first animal ability you get can make or break it. I know when I was soloing it, my first ability on my first one was crap and I died right away. So what did I do? I exited and loaded it back up. And so I can see that being an issue. So I, I don't want them to limit... The amount of times we could do it too hard. Having said that, I do see the merit in some kind of key system, which I never thought I would say because I don't want them to put keys behind it, but logically it does make sense too.
1: I mean, the other, the other side of the coin is like the everything... it feels like everything in there is not scaling properly to our power level yeah so being being able to judge appropriately what we're what we're up against compared to the powers we have is really hard because we, we don't know at the end of the day we're, we're not sure what they're hoping the intended difficulty is because right now it's just stupidly easy you can pretty much reliably get through get through um, at least easy and normal Without much difficulty, if you if you crew enough anima powers, and you're doing that pretty handily, after the second or third floor, yeah. Uh, so we we don't know we don't we don't know uh, how difficult this is intended f- to be for us. At the end of the day, it's alpha, and things are going to change, yeah. and we're going to get a better idea of how it's intended to a- end up. But right now, a lot of it feels like too easy. But it's f- it's fun because it's so easy, and right now, right now, I'm enjoying it because because like, I'm just, I'm like, I'm doing it just because I'm enjoying doing it. I'm not getting anything from it. I'm getting a bunch of placeholder legendary craftable light loot, <laughs> like that I don't care about. The only reason I'm doing it is because it's so much fun. And that was another point that Talison had made it in his video was that. Like If there if there is no limit on it, people could just straight up end up doing nothing but Torghast. Because for me, that's been my alpha experience since Torghast has become available and since I took my first steps into it. I like I haven't done much in Revendreth yet. I've got up to the point where I meet the big count, the big uh, leader. I can't remember his name right now. But I met him and then I had to log off for some reason or another. And then I just kept... Going back and playing, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, I I get them wanting to limit it in that in that sense too. Because if if it stays in the way it is now, where everything being ridiculous and fun and great, I could I could easily see it just taking over somebody's entire gameplay experience. That's that's what I've
3: been doing. But really, I mean, if that's what they want to do, then it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, no, but I there's mean, a lot more game to even, see. But <laughs> yeah, because
1: because because if you if you're just doing Torgast, you don't have to worry about any of the other stuff, right? You're not worrying about getting flying because you can't fly in Torgast, so you're not exploring that other content that they have available to them. And and I'm not sure if if this is intended to be an end game system or not. I know right now we're getting in there. As sub 60s, I also know that we're getting experience within Torghast, even when we're scaled up to 60. Yeah. So I don't know if it, I don't know if it's intended that we go in there while we're leveling to max. Because if it is intent if if we are able to do that, I can see people. I can see some people doing just Torghast to level up. If uh, if unlimited runs are a thing. Again, it's alpha. We'll see what happens. We don't know a lot at this point. We just know it's a lot of fun.
3: And it's really cool. And the the ambiance, like, they're doing a great job. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway,
1: we, we, we've, we, we've been talking a lot already, and we, we, we don't know what Medros has been doing with his week. Medros, what have you been up to with well uh, WoW and other stuff?
0: Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm still here. You know, I wonder if you guys forgot what you're in
1: so sorry. No, we've we, been I mean, we really talking
0: not... about it for 20 minutes. That's fine.
1: Uh, oh my god, it's <laughs> been 20 minutes. Oh, I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> no worries. Uh, I I did not have a lot to say there. So, oh,
1: so what what have, what have you been up to in uh, with well WoW and <laughs> in general?
0: Not much. Uh, I did list some uh, some stuff. I, I spent ironically while you were doing your raid, I was over. Uh, I was actually mixing my time between editing a video and uh, sending um, crafting materials from my various alts over to my uh, mule to try and make a bit of cash. Because... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. We are still in the intro of how our week was. Well, welcome to ATA these days. <laughs> um, but uh, I... I I will say I made a fair bit of cash uh, off of uh, uh, off of all the stuff that I listed. Um, though I still have a lot to to list, um, like not everything sold, uh, and stuff was selling for a lot lower than I expected it would, which kind of made me, made me a bit sad. But uh, I mean, overall, uh, I think I made about twenty thousand. I so, uh, my bet my last week in like months now uh so yeah really not a lot of not a lot of complaints on that side of things um let's see uh I did do a bit of you know like world questing and stuff uh on alts and stuff um like my, my 120s like basically I looked at who was closest to like fi- getting a paragon paragon box and I kind of worked on those uh to try and like at least cap off their, their rep grinds. Um, I got a couple of a couple of them, because you get, you get a fair bit of gold from those, so I figured it was worth the time. Uh, but, uh, overall, um, yeah, just very basic stuff. Uh, kind of began a list of characters that I'm not going to be doing a lot on in the mission table stuff, because they don't have a lot of resources. Um, and once they're out of resource, I'm not gonna bother getting them anymore. Uh but uh yeah, I mean, didn't do a whole lot uh, of that. Um did try to log in a couple times to work on alts, but I I just got distracted with other stuff, so. Uh not nearly as exciting a week as you guys had.
1: Well it'll come. Plenty of time, man time. More more Shadowlands stuff to explore eventually. We still don't have Ardenweald. We don't have the zone where the army people are. Meldraxxus? Yeah. Is that the Covenant? I don't remember anymore. The zone where the Meldraxxus stuff is. That's not Revendreth. (laughs) Plenty of stuff. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, No no lack of, of things out there for sure. Um I mean I know at this point there's no way that I'm hitting Longboy uh unless the game comes out on December thirty first and I like start working hard at it. So uh you know I'll I'll just enjoy the time when I can, where I can and uh try to enjoy what there is out there to do. So
1: There's plenty of it.
0: Yeah, and I, I will be trying to do some more uh ba- more alpha testing when I can. Uh, excellent, and uh, yeah, so that, that was kind of my week. So, I guess it's time for our first sponsor. I guess that's right, right? So, our new sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes to Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzard universe, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko Pop is a little bit more on the theme that we had last week. Uh and I think some of our people in the chat room might remember this movie a little bit. Um I I had a choice between this one and one other one, and I, I had to pick this one because I think this is just the funniest one of them all.
3: This is a little skateboard That's pretty uh, good. Marty. It's pretty good.
0: Yep. Marty with his uh his uh scooter, but he could make I think he made it out of a oh, what was it? It
3: was, a, it was scooter, like a
0: scooter, wasn't it? Yeah. An old time scooter. Um, kind of ripped but, off the
1: handlebars and stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, but I think it's I think it's a, a really good look at his, his original look there. Um and I will say that if I didn't remember that I was doing Back to the Future, uh this was gonna be the one that I was gonna do as a shout-out to the book that I listen to more than any other book in my life.
3: Captain Does Captain Crunch have to yes. do with a with book? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm really curious now. And now I also I, want I Captain surprised. Crunch in my mouth. So. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I will simply say that the book is Ready Player One. And, and anybody who's listening to the book yes. will know...
3: Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that one.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, All right, I see that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't draw the connection right away because Captain Crunch was not one of the first things I thought of <laughs> when it comes comes to that.
0: I understand, uh, but yeah, so uh, definitely, you know, Back to the Future is still a very classic uh, movie, and we will we will do more Back to the Future before the time before the run of this uh, series of pops is over. So. If you want to check out this Funko Pop, though, and many others, go to bit.ly slash uh, Check out their online shop and use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA and use Shop 10 to save 10%. I want to thank Funko
1: for the support of the show. All right, what is coming up this week in WoW? So this week in WoW is pretty minimal. We've got the Arena Skirmish event going from May 12th to 18th and the PvP Brawl Gravity Lapse running from the 12th to the 18th. So PVPers rejoice. you got stuff to do and bonuses to get, so get at them. That's it. That's all.
0: Well, that didn't take very
1: long. No, it didn't. I suspect that this next topic might uh, have a little more discussion involved, though.
0: All right. Uh, So we're going to take this next topic in two sections. Um, First off, uh, the Activision Blizzard Q1... Twenty twenty, earnings Call was this week. Was like literally the, the day after our last show recorded. And um it, it seems like the company's doing fairly well. Um, they're doing very very well in the in the current, you know, COVID nineteen phase of the world. Uh people are playing more games, they're getting more interest in digital downloads, which avoids having to have the cost of having a, a retail presence in stores. Uh financially I, I it sounds like they're doing very well. Um and, and they did address some of the challenges of swapping uh, to to their staff working from home in addition to their customers being home more. Um, I think it's... Uh, I think it's doing well. They, they did reassure that, uh, uh, much like Ion said in the Ian said in the, um, said in the uh, Zoltan interview that Shadowlands is still on track for releasing this year. So, you know, everything's pretty good there. Uh, was there anything you guys noticed from the Ernest Cole.
1: What well, what I what I put, one thing to note there is that they got a little more specific as to the release date for Shadowlands. We have it so we have a more general idea of when we can expect its release. It's going to be the final quarter of twenty twenty. So
0: And that would be October, November, December.
1: Correct. So we've got a bit of a timeline as to what as to how long we can expect to be uh, uh, spending with Battle for Azeroth going forward, and we, now we have an even more concrete idea of how long it will we'll have to work on alts and the like. It, it's it's a, it's going to be a while, guys. Like, at least... Another, oh, wow. It's May already, so five months? Yeah, we're looking
0: five, six months. Maybe more. Uh, yeah. we're, we're, we're a ways yet. Uh, so, definitely not soon um but it is it is it is a light down the tunnel somewhere yeah always
1: (laughs) they talked about their increasing player base for World of Warcraft specifically in addition to the doubling of uh of the player base in the second half of 2019 uh no doubt in part to the launch of WoW Classic uh, they are continuing to see a rise in the player base, which is fantastic. More people are playing, and that's not a bad thing. I, and it, it's it, they're playing both sides of the game. I know people personally who have come back during this period of working from home and are engaging in both the classic content and Battle for Azeroth content. Um, we, partly because of the experience buffs and the reputation buffs, that that, that has definitely brought some uh, people back into the retail fold of things, but they're, they are equally checking out Classic and its experience as well.
3: I think all in all, I expected all the numbers to be going up because, you know, yeah. more people are home playing, so uh, that did not come as too much of a surprise. It said... Um, at-
1: Oh, the, that's that's for King specifically. Never mind. I don't I don't care about King. <laughs> but yeah, they they they're noticing higher MAUs. Um, March saw a a uh, larger increase than was expected, but that's you know shelter at home. That's that's going to happen. What else was there that I know we're not going to be talking about immediately yeah. after this in a larger capacity? I think that. We those are the big things that pertain specifically to WoW. I think, outside of, um, part two of our discussion.
0: Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get into part two then. Um, so, I mean, I think we said last week that it was pretty certain that we could expect Blizzard was not going to be highly pleased. With the words of Mike Morheim when he was interviewed for the Game Beat Summit. Uh, and I feel like a lot of stuff that they've put out since then has been in response to that. Would you guys agree with that, that feeling?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, um, to, to remind anybody who may have forgotten... Uh, Mike Morheim stated that Warca- World of Warcraft has become less social in an effort to become more accessible over the years. And um, Ghostcrawler has commented on that, that the landscape has changed over the last 15 years, and with WoW being the first and only social gaming experience for people at the time, naturally it was going to be lesser. Um, and, of course, Mike's replacement, Jalen Brack, in the... Uh, question answer p- part of the earnings call uh, answered uh, with some thoughts on this as well. Uh, and since he's he's fairly brief, I will I will read what he said here. I want to take the, I want to take a step back and just say that we're really thankful that our games are able to play a part in how they bring people together during what's really an unprecedented and cha- unprecedented and challenging time for us all. World of Warcraft has been very fortunate to be engineered as a very social experience, and that's as true today as the day we launched. Over time, we've listened to feedback from the community, and the game has evolved to what we now call the modern game, which has really expanded the breadth and depth of gameplay, as well as making it easier for to kind of find friends, group up, make progress, and play alone, or play alone, all within a social environment. At the same time, we've seen a lot of good work for players returning to the classic WoW experience, so today we think about World of Warcraft as a similar community under one subscription where players can enjoy both WoW Classic and Modern WoW, and we've released a steady stream of content for both. A variety of different experiences has always, always been a strength of the game. Now this comes out, you know, days after Mike Morham's interview, uh, and almost feels like a defense, um, a defense posture. I guess, but I guess the sense, sense to me is that they feel as something they are being accused of, um, like what Mike said was a criticism. And I mean, I feel that what Ghostcrawler said is very true. It's just a change in the landscape. Yeah. Um, wow started out and could be social because that was the, the the times it was in. But as the times change, either your game changes with them or your game dies and wow still alive
1: yeah i mean we have all these tools available to us in game right now that allows us to find our own little communities whether it be the community finder or the guild finder and yeah um i would argue that some of those tools are not uh utilized as well as they could be i mean some people find groups to play with exclusively via. The um the LG tools, but we do get people who find their their new WoW homes with by using some of those tools. Allie, I believe we were talking about this um last week. You meant you had mentioned that you had some guildies in your guild who you found ex- you found who found you guys through the guild finder, right? Yeah,
3: I actually had some luck. We you know are we we've been together since like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something like that, but. You know, the landscape changes, our lives change, people grew up and got kids and married and busy, and so we're, you know, not as active as we used to be. So I've been trying to recruit, and I've actually found a couple of really great players who fit in well with the group. They're just, they they just started, and it already seems like they've been with us for a while, and it was a really great find, and it was all through the Guild Finder. I wouldn't have really found them otherwise, really. It was good.
1: I mean, let's face it. Like the days of finding finding a a group to play with via the chat channels, um, are are practically dead. I won't say they're completely dead because I do know that some people still use those channels and see some form of success within them. Whether it be you know through the traditional you know I'm part of this guild, we have all guild tabs and a tabard because you know that was an advertising point at one point in the life cycle of wow <laughs> but it you know it could just be random people that you start that you start talking with in trade chat for some reason and you kind of hit it off and start playing together and those relationships are still happening they're just not happening as frequently i feel like a lot of the relationships and social experiences we see forming in wow are a result of either um those group find like a result of the guild and community finders in, or e- maybe even group finders. I personal, I don't have any personal experience with finding a group of people that I continue to play with through group finder, but, uh, another friend of mine, um, the third in my, the, th- the third in my, uh, other guild, um, she has a gigantic list of players that she, that she plays with regularly and she found them by going through mythic plus Plus. And finding them through the group finder. So, I mean, the the opportunity to find those relationships are still there, and they've given us the systems to do it. And I'd argue that some of these systems are almost better in terms of just finding people. Uh, because it, it, it's exposing you to people outside of your server. Now it's gonna it's gonna be lacking in some places, obviously. Um, So one of the things that's touted as a fantastic thing from the vanilla days is the the need to be aware of the not-so-savory people on your server, and you having to have a good reputation on that server in order to participate in some of the group content. So if you were a douche canoe, at one point, people aren't going to group up with you. And yeah, that aspect of the game is absolutely lost. Because of the random nature of everything. But I mean... I'm given so much more opportunity to find people now... Of the, of a similar mindset to my playstyle. Because I'm exposed to so many other random people. And... I lost my train of thought now, but... I think it's, all that is just an example of... How of how the social interactions of the game have changed, and like the tools are there for us. You just need to be able. You just need to be willing to use them in a way that may not be as immediately obvious. Because right now we treat the LFR and LF, Well, maybe not LFR. LFR is a bad example. Right now we're treating the looking for group tool, and I'm talking specifically the mythic the the system that many people use to form mythic plus groups like that's another opportunity for you to form your little community like okay say for example you've got a group of three people who mm-hmm. are wanting to do dungeons regularly and you're looking for another two to join in well you go through a bunch of those groups and you know you, f- you might find somebody who you get along with there's enough there's there's that there's that thing that just clicks with that group and you keep going and then you decide later on okay you know what, let's, let's battle tag each other or whatever, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Like there's an example of, there's an example of that social interaction that, what, that may have been missing for some people. So instead of treating some of these systems like, it's okay, I'm I'm looking for somebody to, to fill this need that I'm, that I'm missing out on, and then after we're done, we're just gonna peace out. Like, take the opportunity to try to be a bit social. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to come across a lot of people who may not necessarily fit, but how is it any different than finding a guild back in the day where you're trying to find a group of people you fit with? Not everybody hit right away with that first group they gilded up with. Some people had to take the time and try out different groups to find that group of people that they just meshed with really well and something like the Pithic Plus LFG tool is, a, is another good way to attempt to do that. So don't treat... What I'm saying is don't treat everybody in that tool like they're disposable. Like, yeah, you're going to find some jerks, but you might find some cool people too. So take the chance. Worst case scenario, at the end of the day, you can just say, screw it, I'm going to block them and never deal with them again.
3: That is true.
1: Uh, Anyway, I talked a lot about that. Medros, Ali, what what are your thoughts on all of this? Did I say anything that you inherently
3: disagreed with? Go ahead, Ali. Uh, Not really. I mean, it's hard because, on one hand, it does feel kind of defensive. But on the other hand, it's true. You know, the landscape has changed and actually the next interview will go into that more, but it, it's hard to balance between trying to preserve, preserve a certain way of life, a certain way of socializing and, you know, back how it was in vanilla, and whatever. So keep up with the changing world, you know, because you still need to keep players. And if you don't change with the times, if you don't change to how the players are asking you to change, at least somewhat, you're not going to keep those players. So it's... There's aspects of it that it definitely has lost some of its social aspects. But they can still be found just sometimes in different ways now. And sometimes it is more outside the game now because of Balnet and discords and communities and all of that. But they're still there, you just have to put in a little more effort. They don't come ar- across naturally like they used to back in the day when you're trying to f- find a group to kill Hogger. So it's, it's changed. Yeah, Wellhead
1: actually lists, lists Discord as an example where the game has, where, where the community has the opportunity to be more social because previously, like back in the day, in, in the magical vanilla days where, um, you had the server communities or whatever. Your real-time discussion about the game typically happened in game, either that or it's on voice chat, and you, that's the only usually when you're playing. Other than that, you were discussing them, discussing the game in forums, and that's that's not necessarily a super engaging way to speak to people. Now you've got Discord, where you can be talking like pretty much real time, assuming you're keeping tabs on everything, and it's just a continuous discussion. Some of those Discord groups are massive. I mean, in our world, we've got, what, two... got uh, at least a couple hundred people, and I know not a, not everybody's active, but we got a good handful of people who are active there, and, you know, we talk about... Well, we talk about WoW, we talk about whatever else we feel like talking about. There's, there's that sense of community in there, and I'm in a couple of different Discord servers where, you know, we do the same thing. We talk about WoW or whatever else comes to mind. And... It's cert- the number of people I'm talking to about WoW now is certainly a lot more people than when I, than when I first started playing, even in the Wrath days. I mean, yes, I'm in a bit of a different position. I like we're, we, we do a WoW podcast. We are friends with a bunch of other po- podcasters. So inherently, we will talk a lot more about WoW. But not everybody in those servers is in the same position that I'm in. They're not all podcasters. They're just other people who enjoy the game and like talking about it. So, yeah. We've got a whole bunch of other stuff outside of the game where we can do this. In that aspect, it's more social.
3: What do you think, Medros?
1: I mean,
0: I'll be honest. I play a lot by myself um, for a variety of reasons. Um, And I'm fine with it being as social as the player wants it to be. Um, I don't feel the need to talk to people if I don't want to. Uh, I don't feel like I'm pressured to, and I don't feel like there's anything in the game that is saying I have to do... Th- i to talk to this person in order to have success in that part of the game. Uh, so given that, uh, I very much appreciate the, the nature of WoW as it currently stands um I do get where Mike was coming from um and I don't think the change to wow is a bad thing uh, I think that it is potentially a problem only for those who feel like they need that social stuff um who will suffer or um, not enjoy their game time as much because of the lack of the social elements. Uh, that's where it becomes a problem for some players. Um, but there are absolutely players who, who are just fine with the, the current state of the social game in WoW. Uh, I, for one of them, be one of them. So, you know, I don't disagree with Mike. Um, I disagree with the premise being presented um, and I wouldn't say necessarily by Mike, but by some people that that change is a bad thing. Um, because I'm fine with that change
1: personally. Yeah. And if any, like, if, uh, words are hard, I had a thought and now it can gone.
0: be. It can be sometimes. Yeah. Uh,
1: oh man, it was really good. I can't think of what I wanted to say now. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being really excited to say it and I was waiting oh okay i i, I don't I don't disagree with you it's basically I, I think there, there are parts of it I uh, blah, blah, blah. at the end of the day play the game how you want yeah and if the game and if the game gives you the the avenue to do it then then that's great Everybody's got a different play style. Everybody has their preferred their their preferred way of going about the game. Some people enjoy that, uh, enjoy being able to log in, zone out for an hour, and do world quests. Uh, other people want to raid or do dungeons, um, but don't have the time to form those relationships, and that and they have something for that too. The 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 tools are there in game for you to pursue this game however you choose to do it it's just a matter of possibly shifting that mindset around some of those tools that are given to us in order to accomplish it so I feel like I feel like there's a portion of the player base whose mindset is okay these tools are in place for me to get what I want done and get it done quickly. And then on the on the other side of the token will complain that they missed the social days of vanilla where you knew everybody. Take the time to get to know somebody if that's what you're missing. Don't yep. immediately flame them for not screwing for for screwing something up. <laughs> Some of the feel-good stories I like reading about on the uh, WoW subreddit is, oh, this person took their time out of took time out of their playtime to guide me along and tell me what I'm missing out on, what I could be doing, and they're, they're gently nudging them in the right direction of stuff, basically. Um, those stories are just great, and it's an example of those social things that people seem to be missing. Out, that people seem to be missing.
0: Well, it can be Cheers or it can be a public library. You can choose what to make of it as you see fit.
1: Yeah, well, I agree, one hundred percent.
3: Yes, totally.
1: Anyway, Ali, you had mentioned that there was another interview that kind of stuck to some of the points that uh, Jayon Brack, Ghostcrawler, and Ian were talking about, and 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 Mike were talking about in terms of uh, all this talk.
3: Right? Yes, and from Ian, <laughs> so Ian Hazakosis had an interview with Wired, and it's you know in tune of all that, and it starts off by saying. By Ian saying games are very rapidly solved these days and it basically goes into how it's evolved over the years with the evolution of the internet. The first example he gives is back in the day you take street fire in the arcade. You may have known what the best fighter was based off of what one kid could do with the game and the player they were the best at but the next time over some other kid could be better at some other character. And so for those group of people there watching him, like that was obviously the best character. Whereas these days, before a new Street Fighter game even drops, players have already done the number crunching. They've already put together the best combo moves. It's already on Reddit and YouTube and all that information is out before the game is even released. Things have changed. Ian says... The internet as a whole, the world as a whole, has refined the process of accelerating and socializing information, figuring out problems. And it kind of just goes into that a little more, you know. And in the early days, there was more of a sense of mystery. And these days, it's getting harder and harder to keep a hold of that sense of mystery because there is so much information out there. It's so easy to get you know back in the day if you needed help you you can ask and chat Ray, Ray, sorry uh, trade chat or you can track down an answer and yes you can go ThoughtBot thought bot and stuff but you couldn't just get inundated with all the information you know if you wanted a teleport to another city you had to go find a mage you know if you wanted to try to herd a group of cats To do a raid, it was tricky. It was tricky to find groups. You'd spend half an hour trying to find a party. But at the same time, sometimes that made you a little more patient if someone messed up. Because you spent forever. And sometimes after spending half an hour to put a group together, one person leaves and everything just falls apart. And that's not a fun way to play. And it's not needed as much to have other players to hold your hand to show you where something is because again it's all out there on the info and on all the information's out there and just like every other mmo over the years world of warcraft has streamlined you know it's quicker it's easier the gameplay systems are smoother Leveling is faster. And some of this change, you know, adding things like Party Finder and Quest Markers and stuff, was led by players. A lot of play not everyone, but a lot of players still, they want things done quicker. And they want to know the best way to grind out that level or the walkthroughs or, you know, the video guide guides. It's no longer just guessing and checking on a video when you're doing... A raid, you, you you actually know exactly where to get your guides. You're looking at the guides before you and do the boss. It's all changed. And a lot more people are trained to min-max. A lot more people do that. You know, in, in some ways, the community has actually pushed people to do that more. And if that's not your play style, that's fine. You might play with someone who, if that is their play style, it's all different. And nothing is really a mystery anymore. And at the same time, time is more, almost more precious these days because everyone's just so busy. So not everyone wants to be stuck below level 40 for almost half a year like they were back in vanilla. But for some, they want to. Because back then, questing wasn't about getting to the end for everyone. For some, it was more about the journey. And that's another mindset that has changed over the years. And, you know, talks a little bit about how, you know, it's great that they brought in classic because you have that. But for some people, they can't do classic with, without add-ons, without some of those quality of life changes. And it just basically goes into more detail about all of these changes over the time and how it can be hard when all the information is just readily available and it kind of takes away a little bit of that fantasy a bit. But at the same time, part of that becomes because we do have such a passionate community. He actually says in this interview that we have an incredible, incredibly passionate community. We couldn't be more grateful for, but we're always, but we're still always chasing that mystery, that fantasy of the unexplored and undiscovered. Cause again, it's, it's hard to keep that mystery. But part of that is because we do have a passionate community that wants to do all the data mining and have all of the guides and instructions on how to do things quickly and all of that. So, you know, it's 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 an interesting look about how this has changed. It's a 15-year-old game. That's a lot of years. <laughs> and the world has changed in that time. So it it makes it a little bit easier to kind of see both sides of this coin, you know, how socially it has changed and that can be really frustrating for some. And I totally understand that. But when you look at this other side about how everything else has changed, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, the way people interact with content in general has changed so dramatically over the past 15 years. It's, it's, like the way people operate now, they kind of they need to know everything right away. Any bit, any tidbit of information that they can grasp onto, they're gobbling that up immediately. You see that with video games. You see that with with movies and TV shows. Like any any little scrap of information they can get about about the media that they consume, is immediately just inhale because they need we, we, we want to know everything we, we, we care like fandom has evolved to the point where we care about you know okay like my, my favorite my character's favorite color is blue for ex- like for a really bad example but you, you know what you like, you know what I'm trying to get at here and and because of that the need to the need to foster some of these, some of the stuff that the player base had formed back in the day, in terms of you know discussion on, on, str- on strategy and all that, it's it's just not needed anymore. Now we've got multitudes of different guides on YouTube, on Reddit, on Twitter, or whatever. Okay, this is the optimal way to approach this encounter. Okay, well I'm not now I don't need to spend time, figuring it out with some random people in chat and going through the trial and error, we can just do what it says here, and if we fail, we probably just didn't do it right, or something along those lines. I remember now the ex- Sorry? Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying, now the expectation for a lot of people, at least in my experience, with random groups is you're going in there with that base knowledge already. And there's little patience for that. For some, for a lot of the reasons that Ali had mentioned earlier. I don't like... I don't, I, 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 that's one of the ways I don't like how... It's not even just World of Warcraft. It's gaming in general has kind of evolved. With the expectation that you've read everything there is to know about the game before get yeah. into it. I can't just jump into a random game of Apex Legends and learn my way through it. As I had learned... I attempted that, and I got a lot of flack because I just didn't know what was going on. I'm like, well, I don't have the energy or time to invest in learning this other game when I'm playing this other game a lot of the of my free time already. So I'm just going to keep playing my other game. Anyway, uh, Medros, you had something else to say there?
0: Um, Just that I remember a time... Uh, when people in my guild, uh, A, ran with no mods, and B, they, they thought that if you used online sources to inform yourself, you were cheating. Right, yeah. Uh, Thoughtbot was a hacker's tool. Uh, Somebody, a tool used by somebody who, who was trying to exploit the game. Uh, and, and to now see where we are, where, um not going on YouTube to see uh, the latest boss fights um, is considered failing your job as whatever class you are um, it just kind of throws me when I when I think back to you know the views held back then and I and I, I, I really wonder what some of those players would think of the current times that we're in um, where you know, what was, oh, how dare you, now has become how dare you not. Um,
1: Don't get me wrong, I'm I, I, I'm glad that I'm not spending so much time sitting down and discussing optimal strategies with uh, my raid groups or whatever, because we have more time for those lighter moments and just joking around and having fun, and like, when I'm playing a game, that's what I want to do. So less time I spend figuring out optimal strategy and ju- and just figuring out how to execute it properly. Um I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like looking at it like the the minimalist guide that comes out every raid here. I I, I go I, I look at that, like okay this is the basics I need to know about the fight. Okay, I'm gonna learn the rest as I go. Or have it explained in a little bit better detail before we pull. But between that, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to joke around with Sarah about whatever bacon-related thing he has <laughs> he has up his sleeve. And I'm saying so the bacon-related bacon. thing. Bacon. Uh, and I'm I'm, I'm I'm leaving it at bacon because, let's face it, it's Sarah. There's a lot more stuff that he's This is a clean show. On this show. <laughs> yeah, let's not
0: talk about <laughs> the other stuff that I heard on Wednesday.
3: Well, another thing, uh, another thing this article gets into is how originally the social aspect of World of Warcraft back in vanilla, that was kind of a new concept. That you could talk to strangers online and quest together and do these things together. And these days, you know, Ian says almost every multiplayer console or PC game has a voice chat, friends list, social networking, and systems built into it. It's not... A unique selling point of World of Warcraft anymore. That's what a lot of the games are doing these days, and it's just kind of interesting to see another example of how everything has changed—not just for World of Warcraft, but gaming in general.
0: Like, I mean, how many how many games now? You know, there was a time, uh, you know, around the time when WoW started considering getting into it, where if you didn't have voice features in your game, your game was was not good. And then, all of a sudden, Discord comes out, uh, because before then it was like, oh, we need to beat the ventrillos and the mumbles of the world, but then it's like, oh, Discord's out, why, why do we even bother? Like, just, the, the gaming world and what is, makes a good game has changed, and WoW yeah. changed with it. But WoW still has lots of social aspects, you don't, you, but you don't need to be social. If you don't want to. And that's that's where I think wow is
3: important. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, like, like you met there's some days that I don't feel like being a social. I just want to do my own thing and wow. And and that's okay. And there's some times where it would be nice if people actually slowed down instead of rushing through content and go, 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 if people slowed down and even just said hi when you enter a time walking dungeon. I did time walking this past week and it was rare when people talked and, and so some of that has changed, but some of that is just because the, the player race has changed. You know, everyone has their friend lists that they're talking to, so they don't talk to randos as often. You know, pugs aren't chatty. It's not where you meet friends anymore. And I I do wish people would slow down some, but again, that's just, it's the time we live in. You know, we're all busy.
0: You know, I think I figured out when it changed. We They gave us an expansion that all it was was characters saying, slow down, take it easy, and we didn't listen.
3: See? Should have listened. Mr. Pandaria. Should have listened. It. That's why yeah. they were telling people, slow Should've down, people. Come on. That's why they were doing it, really. That's, that's the whole premise. Yeah. That's why Blizzard put out Pandaria, <laughs> was trying to get people to slow yeah. down. Life is to be savored. Slow down. Take
0: it easy. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the time.
3: And, and oh, right. that's why I'm here to tell people to look up and look around and enjoy. And, and I mean, the
1: whole slowdown thing goes back to my point of if we want to see these social things in WoW again, we want to get those experiences where we're grouping up with people and making genuine friends with them and all that other stuff. We, we, we've, we've got to change our mentality for some of those for some of these systems that are available to us and what they give to us don't treat those random people you got grouped up with uh for mythic plus so you can get your keys done for the week as just another person on the internet that you're not going to talk to after everything's said and done
3: so right? be the change you want to see
1: exactly yeah and yeah you're gonna get people who flame you for it like that's the internet welcome But every once in a while, you're going to find that one person who you you just click with, and that'll be it. That's happened to me as recently as Legion. End of Warlords, beginning of Legion. It was was this random person that came across, that that came into our guild because we were looking for pugs. And she's one of my best friends now.
0: I think I know who you're talking about. (laughs) Hi, Jesse. Um, Yeah, all right. I, I think we've kind of talked this topic out, but yeah, I mean, in the end, it's just, well, evolved, and and we've evolved as players, and that's not bad.
1: And we can take uh, the opportunity to evolve again. Yep.
0: Yeah. We as players have, I mean, we we have. Uh, we, we are evolving in front of Blizzard's eyes. Uh, this whole thing that we're going through right now has, has made us evolve and our gameplay evolve, <laughs> uh, and that's great. Um and we will continue to evolve and change how we play. Uh it is absolutely not a bad thing.
1: Anyway, let's stop talking about how we talk to people and well and how we interact with them. Let's talk about some of the things that we can look forward to see in uh Q four twenty twenty. Some other
3: changes, if you will.
1: Yeah. So um the Alpha received another build recently. There, there wasn't a large-scale build. But I believe some other classes were granted access to Torghast. I believe Druid was one of them. I I, I can't remember if Shaman was in this one or the one prior. But there's a couple new classes available in Torghast for testing. Not all of them yet, but we will get there eventually. In addition to that, we got uh, some... Some cool little things like the you got the Castle Nathria loading screen. The Castle Nathria is the first raid in Shadowlands. That's a really nice loading screen. If you haven't checked it out, I suggest you do because it's it's just really pretty art. Um, some we got, uh, we got some skyboxes for the Ma. While we can't actually see them in game, they have been data mined. So again, feel free to check that out and uh, the Castle of Nathria encounter journal has been updated so there's one more boss within the journal for that raid so if you want to look at that you can go ahead and do that in terms of lore updates the um, gnome and worgen received some new descriptions just, just like, small little things for their intro lines or whatever and this uh, this NPC name was was Lizella? I don't actually know who that is but there's a new update for that that must be it looks like it's a troll thing yeah it's a troll yeah, thing so troll-ish. that's why that's probably why I don't know what it is I mean if you want are. spoilers
3: <laughs> we can go into that but I don't think we want that here
1: no we're not going to go into the spoilers oh yeah okay so uh, it, w- it was shaman that were added recently so there we go to that there we go with that um, in addition to that, uh, Demon, Horror, Demon Hunter's Necrolord ability was updated yet again. Another, yet another example of the ever-changing alpha. And there's a whole bunch of other class changes that we're obviously not going to get into. One thing that I know has one person on this show particularly excited is that some mounts were recent were uh, in the latest build given the ability to fly. Yeah, you- specifically the the mounts labeled Horse Two. So stuff like the Lucid Nightmare and the Coarser Mount can now
3: fly. I want Lucid to fly so, so bad! I'm so excited.
1: I definitely mounted Lucid specifically for you when uh, when we uh, totally met up saw in, that. Uh, <laughs> and then I remembered I can't fly, so like that was pointless. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, uh, we got some cool little models for our feasts and food and all that other stuff. And one cool little thing that, uh, that some people will appreciate, especially for the people who choose to go add onless, uh, pull timers are now available natively in game with a new slash command. So if you're like some people I know who, who are uh, dead set on not installing any add ons, uh, now you'll get a pull timer too.
3: That's nice.
1: WoW evolving via um, add-ons from the community, I mean,
0: really that—that's how Wow's in, involved their UI yeah. for as long as yep. it's been doing this. Like it's—it's it's always added stuff that UI creators are doing, and there have been ones who who threatened to you know go after Blizzard. I'm like,
1: yeah, it's not going to go very far. <laughs> Good luck. And, and really, I mean, why not? Why not? look to stuff like that to see what features the community really really wants right yeah I mean I'm sure a bunch of I'm, I'm sure I mean I know a bunch of people who are specifically UI designers who like have a bunch of really great ideas and then they say to themselves but will people actually use it or is it just something that's cool in my head now, now, now they have data behind the stuff that people will actually use what's the saying
0: imitation is the serious I- sincerest form of flattery
1: yeah. Blizzard imitates you. It's pretty flattering, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. Anyway, uh, that were that those were some of the more major updates to the alpha this week. It was not a huge update, uh, but those will be coming, I'm sure. In the meantime, I'm going to continue running Torgast and maybe actually finish running through Rivendell.
0: So, does Torgast have an end? Like, can you
1: complete Torgast in the alpha? Yes. I I don't believe that's an intentional thing like I think that's intended to go live I should say I believe the whole point of it is for it to be endless and eventually you just get overwhelmed and fail to stay alive and you get and you get kicked out at least that's what I recall from BlizzCon but right now there is a definitive end Um, the highest you can progress is floor 72 I just was curious. It's all-, all right. Well, that is about it for news this week. I hope you enjoyed our uh, social hour and 30 <laughs> minutes. Oh, God. Um, But now we're going to talk about our second sponsor of the show. So today's show is also brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Uh, We're going into book four of the Harry Potter series this week with Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Let's have a listen. The
2: Riddle House. The villagers of Little Haggleton still called it the Riddle House, even though it had been many years since the Riddle family had lived there. It stood on a hill overlooking the village, Some of its windows boarded, tiles missing from its roof, and ivy spreading unchecked over its face. Once a fine-looking manor, and easily the largest and grandest building for miles around, the Riddle House was now damp, derelict, and unoccupied. The little Hangletons all agreed that the old house was creepy. Half a century ago, something strange and horrible had happened there, something that the older inhabitants of the village still liked to discuss when topics for gossip were scarce the story had been picked over so many times and had been embroidered in so many places that nobody was quite sure what the truth was any more every version of the tale however started in the same place fifty years before at daybreak on a fine summer's morning when the riddle house had still been well kept and impressive a maid had entered the drawing-room to find all three riddles dead yeah, i think it a bad happened there
1: yeah probably so once again that was Harry Potter and the Goblin of Fire, written by JK Rowling and narrated by Jim Dale. You can find that at nearly five hundred thousand titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads twenty twenty. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show.
0: So speaking of audiobooks, I want to bring up the uh the, the, the thing they're doing with the uh, the narrators right now. What what do you think of that?
1: I'm loving it so much. I'm just, I, 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 I legit listened a perfect to a chapter every first night. Chapter. Yeah, I've I legit listened to that every night since it's come out.
0: Uh, so, for those who don't know, uh, the Wizarding World website, I guess, uh, has brought in guest readers to read ch- ch- uh, chapters of book one. Uh, who
1: who was the first, first chapter again? Daniel Radcliffe. Mm. Mr. Potter himself. Which seems. Amusing to me for some reason. I thought it was very appropriate.
0: I don't disagree. Um, But yeah, if you haven't listened, to it, it's free. You can check it online. Um, definitely very interesting. Uh, you actually get to watch them read it too. So you can actually see the visual the look on their face as they do it.
1: So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, our question of the week for last week was, What are you hoping to accomplish in-game as Battle for Azeroth winds down? NeoWild says, Nothing I really feel I still have to do in Battle for Azeroth. I'm content with what I've accomplished this expansion more than I have with others, so my goal is currently waiting for Shadowlands and hopefully getting a test invite. WookieBH says, Finish Mechagon, damn you Reclamation Rig, and get Demon Hunter and Monk to 120. ScrubsVS says, I'm leveling ulse trying to make a million gold.
3: Good luck. The Slick Rock says, Mount some mock. Just Ben Davis 1 says, I am finally getting into Mythics and would like to push them. Also mounts. All the mounts. Mongolstein says, Level more alts. And EVE the Kita. Sorry if I said that wrong. says, Taking advantage of the rep and XP bonus to level as many higher level alts to 120 and lower level alts higher.
0: And uh, utterly lacking any gnomish tones to the uh, answering of this question, due to the lack of any um, any voicemail from this person. Uh, Frazi says, I'm aiming to get more of my alts up to 120, as well as working on finishing up a lore Crazy Belderin says, I'm hoping to get the long boy, but haven't put enough time in to really say I've been trying yet. Four million to go. And Manny says, I'm on the hunt for mounts and achievements. Some achievements will be much harder to get in future expansions, so I'm prioritizing them first. Tour of Duty Nazmir still evades me. And the next question is, how do you feel about the current social experience in WoW?
1: I feel like we've spent about an hour <laughs> discussing this, and really don't need to elaborate any further.
0: Really? Maybe we need to go a bit further. Yep. No. Alright. Uh, we look forward to hearing your guys' answers, and uh, we... Look, we hope for a very civil and and very, you know, open and frank discussion about what you guys are seeing and and what you guys are experiencing and what you guys
1: want to see in the future
0: from the game. And
1: just a heads up, if anything's too inappropriate, I'm just not going to be putting it in the show notes. So keep it appropriate, people.
0: Yep. All right. Time for shout outs. Allie, you first.
3: My shout out is to Manny Toasty for taking me on my first restaurant and especially to Manny the horde lover that he is, went ahead and rolled alliance with Tosti and I. It's very kind of him.
1: Uh, I was also going to shout out Manny and Allie <laughs> Is it for our snuggles? Um, yeah, that was my- yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like run- running through Torghast as a group was a lot of fun. That's but that was my first group run through Torghast, and I appreciated Manny's insight into everything especially the shaman-related stuff, as broken as it was. I also appreciated Power Word Snuggle for Mally. And them, and them, like, occasionally struggling to keep me alive at some points, because it was... It was hard. <laughs> early on, anyway. I, I feel this Power Word is, is is Blizzard's attempt to try and get me to do raiding.
0: Or Duncans.
1: see Medros? I, I, I've said it before, and I'll keep saying it. Um, the Early Floors of Torghast? I honestly think you're, you would really enjoy. this it. hmm. it's a lot of fun, and the more anima power you get, makes it even more fun.
3: Yeah, I think you should give it a shot. Hmm. hmm,
0: I say. Hmm, we'll see. All right.
1: Who would you like to shout out, Medros?
0: Um, I am going to shout out. to shout our listeners i don't know we've showed them out lately and, and i think we can take them more they're awesome uh we really appreciate that you guys uh listen and and especially that you guys interact with us and answer our question week each week um we we want to make the show uh the show you guys want to hear and we want to to you know have your feedback on what we're here what we're saying and, and how we're t- how we're doing the show so uh, please do not hesitate to, you know, let us know what you think about uh, what the show we're, we're doing, and how we can improve on that for you. So, thanks everybody for listening. Yes. All right, and that is going to be about it. So, uh, let us do our outro and depart.
1: If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call us at one seven eight five ATA well five, or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth and if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find the show over on Twitter at allthingsaz. Medros is at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Ali is at Aliandros K. I'm at toastypostycan. And you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge Network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone.
0: And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of... Well, more shadowlands related info, of course.
3: More Torgast.
0: Torghast! <laughs> I knew you guys were going to say that. I was waiting for it.
2: This podcast
0: is part of the Dawnforge Network. Copyright
3: 2020.